what's up guys guess who's back that's right i decided to jump back on the podcast for you guys and and talk about some stuff talk about some new stuff you know i did most of my uh podcasting back during the pandemic because i mean let's be real i was stuck in the house so i didn't have nothing else better to do so i've been pretty busy uh you know started a new career been doing a lot of different things so you know, I really haven't had time to to get back into jumping on the mic and, and sharing some knowledge with you guys and, and pretty much just ranting about life in general, because uh, it's just a lot going on, man. It, it's just it's so much stupidity out there right now. I, I don't even know where to start, uh, but I will address something. And, and really, I'm address what's on my mind right now, that which even made me uh, spark me to even come back on the mic. Uh, dating, man, dating and relationships, man. I, I ain't gonna lie. I was in a relationship like last year. So that was another reason I wasn't really on the podcast because I was doing the whole relationship thing. And let me tell y'all something. Hey, no regrets, right? I don't have anything bad to say about that relationship. I mean, I'm not saying everything went great, but I didn't come on here to bash somebody, you know, because it's it's like it was a mutual thing. Like I'm not saying I was perfect. I screwed up some stuff. So, but that's neither here nor there. But I'm back in the game, right? Yeah, it, it's it's horrible. I hate it. I hate it here. Like it sucks. And and I say that because I'm not saying, oh man, I'm whining. You know, you just another one of these like good guys that that wants to complain that women don't like good guys. No, it ain't. It, it has nothing to do with that, man. It just has a lot to do with mindset and just unrealistic expectations of, of what people have going on out here, man. And some people have some very unrealistic expectations. And and I told somebody this, you know, they, they asked me, you know, like, hey, why, why aren't you dating somebody and, and all this stuff? Look, man, it's plenty of donkeys out there, right? There's plenty of jackasses. I don't want a jackass. I want a unicorn. And I know people's like, oh, man, there's no such thing as the perfect woman. There is a such thing as the perfect woman that's for you. Like, you, you got to understand what that means. That doesn't mean the perfect body or the perfect face or the perfect job or the perfect, you know, uh, personality. Perfect means that person vibes with you and elevates you to a different level. Perfect means that you can't stop thinking about this person day in and day out. Perfect means that this person, you know, makes you worry if they got home safe. You know, they're the first thing, you know, the first person you want to talk to in the morning and the last person you want to talk to at night. Perfect is that person that makes you a better man. That's what perfect is. Like people don't get that, man. Perfect is that person that's you are going to argue with, you are going to fight with, but at the end of the day, you both can work it out and get through that little road bump. Cause a little these they got all these little speed bumps and little obstacles in your relationship, man, that don't matter to anything. So when you with the perfect person, those things are going to happen, but you're able to work through them. And a lot of times just laugh about it when it's over and done with Like you can look back on that and laugh. You're like, girl, you remember we got into that fight over cereal? Like, I don't even know what I was thinking about. I could have just, number one, I don't care if you eat my cereal and I could just go buy some more. Like, I, well, I was upset about that. Like, you know, little stuff like that, man. A perfect person, y'all can fight about nonsense like that, but not in a toxic way. Like, y'all not exchanging blows. Ain't nobody going to the hospital. The cops not getting called. That's just a little like, baby, you ate, baby, you ate the last of my Reese's Puffs. I've been wanting these Reese's Puffs all day. You ate the last one. I'll be damned. I can't believe you. You know, that 
that those types of little confrontations and stuff. And then don't get me wrong. They, they might get a little more heated than that. Like you might have an actual heated argument and you might not talk to each other for a couple of hours. But still, at the end of the day, a person is perfect for you when y'all are perfect for each other. Even if you don't talk for a couple of hours, you still going, you know, go to bed in love like you're not gonna go to bed angry with each other like you gonna go to bed in love you're gonna go to bed and know hey yeah we argued about something or hey i screwed up or you screwed up but we fixed it and we're back with it like we're back where we belong we're going to bed in love like we're going to bed together like you know that's the ultimate goal for a perfect person now the problem is especially now at the age we are, you know, every, you know, a lot of my friends, you know, we all around the same age, you get to these mid and late thirties. The problem is if you're still single in your late thirties or not even your late thirties, man, your early thirties, if you, if you single in your thirties and on up into your forties, man, the older you get, the harder it is to find that unicorn, the harder it is to find that person. Cause I can tell you right now at the age we are right now, we going to be stepdaddies. Like, we just going to be stepdaddies. And that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying being a stepdad is a bad thing because it's to be expected. You know, I mean, like I said, we push it 40. So women our age are just younger than us. They're going to have children. Like, that's understandable. You know, even women that's 10 years younger than us, they going to have children. Because, man, you know, you're talking about, man, you're talking about 37, 38. They 27, 28. There's nothing wrong with having a kid at 27 or 28. The woman didn't do anything wrong. That's just, that's, that's, that's nothing wrong with that. So, you know, you're going to start encountering women with children. That's not an issue. The issue that I have when it comes to encountering women with children is the amount of children they have for the amount of men, like the ratio. Like if you have three children for two different men over the course of like seven, eight years, because you were in two different marriages or two different relationships, that's not an issue. You know, hey, you had two, you know, you were with this guy for five years. Y'all had two kids together. You know, you and him split. You met somebody else a year later. Y'all had a kid together. You, you know, you were with that guy for like five or six years and y'all had a kid together, you know, and now you back in the market because that didn't work out either. That's not a problem. Like that is understandable. That's not unrealistic. That's not that's not a, a ridiculous situation. But if I meet somebody you know, baby girl, 25, 26, and she has six children for six different men. I got a problem with that. And any man, any real man should have a problem with that. Like that. Like, And I, I tell people this all the time. When you start talking about somebody having that many children, like the people that are getting involved with a woman that has that many children, when you, when you baby daddy, like number three, like baby daddy number three, that's when the idiocracy start coming in. Baby daddy's three, four, five, six, and on above are some idiots. And I and I can argue, and like baby daddy number two, like I say, you know, you might have met somebody, had a child with them, and it didn't work out. Then you meet the next guy, y'all have a kid, it don't work out. But I start asking questions. Like that's when I start asking questions because like you might have a five year old from dude number one, and then you got a one year old for dude number two. Okay. That's not that's not an issue. You know, that's four years apart. That's not a problem. I don't see an issue with that. But when these babies are literally like a year apart, you know what I'm saying? Even baby daddy number two is an idiot, you know, because if I meet a woman right now and she got a one year old, I'm definitely not trying to make that happen again that soon, especially if I'm already playing stepdaddy. 
Like, I'm not trying to rush and do it again. Like, oh, you just had another dude's baby a year ago. Now you can have mine, you know? So in that situation, anybody, like any dude that gets involved in a situation like that, you're an idiot in my book. And I don't care what anybody says, but idiots rule the world right now. That's why you have these situations. Like people like Future, Nick Cannon, they rule the world. And that's what people also don't understand is like, you let these celebrities, you know, people like to emulate these celebrities. You know, they see people like Future, they think that's cool. Lil Wayne got a whole bunch of baby mamas. Now you got Nick Cannon, he got a bunch of children. And everybody's argument about that is like, oh, well, he can, oh, he can, uh, he can afford it. He can support him. He can afford it. Listen, affection cannot be bought, okay? Time with your father cannot be bought. You can't buy the ability to raise a child so i don't care how much money these guys have they still have to go to work to make this money and guess what they do they go on tours they travel you know they go to the studio they go shoot music videos they go make appearances they go do talk shows they go do movies so these guys aren't just home seven days a week i can promise you a lot of these guys they may not even see their house for a month at a time sometimes three or four months at a time especially if they're on tour so how are you going to raise six, seven, eight different children with an occupation like that? Like you always traveling, like how are you going to be there for those children? You're not going to see every single one of those kids first steps. You're not going to hear their first words. You might not even be a, you might not even change their diapers because chances are dudes with that kind of bread. They got nannies and stuff, but they leave them with the mama. So you you're not changing diapers. You're not going to be there for the first nightmare. You know, when you start when you start procreating at that level and like that's why I call these dudes idiots. These dudes ain't men. People think that you're not a man. That does not make you a man because you can go out and get a get a bunch of women pregnant, you know, or you can go out and have as many baby mamas as you choose and stuff like that. And women, I don't know why is this this draw to have a bunch of baby daddies like I hate the words baby daddy and baby mama. Number one, they make me sick. It's, it's ghetto as hell. I hate the shit. I hate hearing it. But it is what it is. It's, it's what people understand. So I have to say it so people can understand. Because if I say the father of your children and the mother of your children, that's just a lot. You know, people still be like, huh? But you say baby mama, baby daddy. They're like, oh, yeah, I got seven of them. I'm 23. Still stupid ass down. Like, that's what we encountering out here right now, man. That Like, like I said, there's guys out here. Like I said, I know I'm at the age now where I got to be a stepdad. That don't mean you as a young woman, you need to go out there and try to make as many of them as you can. Like, like, it's not a competition. Like, oh, let me, oh, he wants to be a stepdad. Let me make sure he got by five or six to be a stepdaddy for. Like, come on, that's unnecessary, man. And like I said, I'm not throwing this all on the women because like I said, dudes are idiots. You know, if I meet like if I meet a woman that's got three kids with three different men, we not talking no more. Like, I don't even talk to them. Like, you know, I have I hooked up with women like that before once, you know, once I think, you know, and I still didn't know the real like, you know, I didn't find out till after, you know, we had we had met, we had talked, but that was that was all kind of secretive, you know, like, you know, I was like, OK, I see. I see she got some kids. I didn't realize all those kids had a different daddy. You know, I thought it was all the same dude. Even still, I was kind of leery. But again, like I said, if you got four children for the same person over, a, you know, an extended period of time, that's not a big deal. Like, that's 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 cool. Like, I don't care. Like, that's but if you got four kids for four different men, I got a problem with it. And I'm sorry. You don't have to like me. <laughs> you don't have to like my opinions. I don't care. 
but at the end of the day, if you got that, if you have that many children for that many people, you're an idiot. Plain and simple. And that's what, again, that's part of what we're running into out there in this dating game. Is like I said, when you get to this certain age, you're expected to be stepdaddy. But I don't want to be stepdaddy for an entire football team. Okay. Then you look at the women that are single, like the good women. There's some real good women out there, man. Highly intelligent, supportive, strong, beautiful women, right? Well, you say, hey, what's the problem with them? Well, the problem with them is, again, when you look at our age, chances are a big chance. They have just gotten out of a relationship or they're still broken from a previous relationship because that's what happens man they get with these guys and they spend years and years and years with these losers these assholes that treat them like crap abuse them treat them literally like second-rate citizens man treat them like yesterday's garbage and they spend decades with these dudes then when they finally finally split and it's usually still not their decision it's usually the dude's decision to break it off you know but when they finally do get out of that situation, they're too broken to move forward with you. You meet them and might, they might be one of the greatest people you've ever met. Like they might like your spirits may resonate, man. You might be like, man, I'm like, man, man, we get along so great. We have the best vibes, man. Like I can spend so much time with this woman, man. I see greatness in this woman. Like this is the woman I want to be with. And when you try she blows you off and you don't understand because you're like, all right, wait, what am I doing? Like, if it's something I said, if it's something I didn't do, but then she finally breaks down and tell you like, oh, I'm still hurt from this relationship. And she started giving you all the details. Yeah, he talked to me like this. He treated me like this. He, he dismissed me. He didn't care about me, blah, blah, like giving you all this negativity. And then you're sitting here like, oh, wow. So I'm paying for another dude's mistakes, right? Like, I think Usher, Usher, I don't think I know Usher made a song about that. Literally called his mistakes. But I'm paying for another dude's mistakes. Like, so somebody treated you like dog shit. You stayed with him. I'm treating you like, you know, putting you on a pedestal, treating you like a queen, treating you like, you know, like the, the, the greatest thing on this planet. Like, I'm literally just rolling out the red carpet for you. And you telling me, oh no, we can't. Oh, you're and what I hate. This is the this is what I hate. And like this this like this just annoys me to 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 no point. Like this makes me want to just go live in the mountains by myself and be some kind of monk. Like I don't even want to like deal with people no more. When they say this, oh, you're everything I want in a man. You're a, an amazing guy. You treat me great, but I, I'm just I'm just a broken person. Man, shut up like stop right there and i'm not dissing your uh, anybody's mental health i don't want to hear that like nobody wants to be nobody wants to get complimented while they're being rejected like hey you're an amazing person let's like going in for a job interview man you go in for a job interview and they'd be like listen you are the most qualified person for this job Okay, you scored the highest on this test. Like we have never seen scores like this on this assessment ever. Like, oh my God, who are you? Like you are extraordinary. Like, like, like your performance is off the charts. Like we, we called your references. They have nothing but great things to say about you. Like you would be a perfect fit for this position. And that's why we're not going to give it to you. Thank you for applying. Have a great day. Like, wait, what? How you gonna sit there and gas me up and tell me all this just to leave me?
just to tell me no. No, you know, hey, you're great, but now. So you telling me I'm the perfect fit for the job, but you're not going to give it to me. See that, that right. But see, now I'm putting it into a different perspective. And now people are going to be like, huh, I never looked at it like that. Of course, you didn't look at it like that because you don't want to look at it like that. But, you know, that's getting that. But that's what we're dealing with, man. You deal with that. And then you have, you know, women that are just not there. And when I say just not there, I'm talking about your level, because guess what, guys? You're allowed to have a level. Women, you're allowed to have a level too, and you shouldn't have to settle for anything under your level. Now, I'm not saying that, oh, you have this level, you have to stay on that level, but you don't have to settle for anything under. Now, if you get something that's your level or above, by all means, you know, run it, work it out. But you do not have to go lower. You do not have to settle. And I'm sorry, there are the, a lot of the single women out here, that is why they're single and it's not about looks. I don't want people to think that think it's all about physical appearance. It has it has little to do with physical appearance. Does physical appearance play a part in it? Of course. Like, I don't care who you are. We're humans. We are shallow. We have shallow moments. We there there are such things as people that we consider more beautiful than others. But that's again, that's that's a part of our personalities. That's a part of our shallowness. That's humans. That as that's just one of our flaws as humans. We do judge people based on what we see as attractive. And as you know, and if you've ever noticed, everybody has a different ideal of what's attractive. That's why there's there's men out there right now who don't think Halle Berry is attractive. There's men out there right now that are not attra uh, attracted to Cardi B. There's men out there that are not attracted to Megan Thee Stallion. There's men out there that aren't attracted to Megan Good. You know, they're so just like that. There's people out there that aren't attracted to you and they ain't attracted to me. There's people out there that aren't attracted to David Beckham or, or, or you know, Chris Hemsworth. There's there's so, you know, Jason Momoa, like there's women out there that don't find them attractive. That's 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 how attraction. That's what the law of attraction is. That's how it works. Like we all have something different that we find attractive. But like I said, I digress. There like a lot of the single women out there, they're below your standard and that's why you see a lot of men in unhappy relationships because they're settling women varies when women settle women settle below their standards because they choose to you know we settle below our standards because we have to and i know you're probably going like wait what like that's the truth i tell people this all the time and, and i've said it probably on a previous podcast before because it is something i live by men sleep uh, i'm sorry women sleep with who they want Men sleep with who they can. And that's it. It goes into dating as well. Women date who they want. Men date who they can. It is very few men out here. Not saying that, you know, there aren't relationships where the man said, hey, I want this woman. And he goes out and gets her. I'm not saying that. That 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 is true how it happens sometimes. Man sees woman, man goes out and gets her. But in the same context, that woman still had to have interest in him. She wanted him. Before he even made that that move, that's what that's what I'm saying. That's how it ends up. People don't people don't realize that. Like no woman has ever been like, oh, I didn't want him. I blew him off. Blah blah blah. I couldn't stand him. He was garbage. He tried. I I curved him. I curved him. I curved him. And then finally I gave up. And finally I gave in. And we've been married. No. Now you will have women that say, oh yeah, I ignored him the first time, and then he he you know then he asked me out again, and I said yes. The, and that's the thing, and that's what I'm saying. 
Because if you as a woman don't say yes to the date, if you as a woman don't say yes to the relationship, then the man can't have you. So in order for the man to have you, you have to want to go out with the man. Whether he convinced you or not, you still have to want to do it. So that's why I always say women go out with who they want. Men go out with who they can, because this is also another reason why dating sites charge men and let women go for free. Women are allowed on dating sites for free. Most men, most dating sites charge men. Now, they don't charge you to post your uh, post your profile, but they charge you to communicate with these women. It's like, so why isn't it the other way around? Why aren't women being charged to communicate with men? You know, don't you think it should go both ways? Like, if I'm going to be charged to be able to send women a message, shouldn't they be charged to be able to respond to my messages? But again, women respond to who they want to respond to. Men are going to respond to whoever they can. That's why, you know, people say it's a numbers game for dating when you're a man. You just have to keep going on dates till you find somebody that wants you. And that's BS. <laughs> that's 100% BS. But again, I kind of went off. It, I'm not going to say on a tangent because it's still kind of in the same realm of what I'm talking about. But there are women out there that aren't on par with where you need to be. Like, and that could be financial. You know, that can be mental. You know, that can be just their maturity level because of maturity level. There's a lot of women out there that might they might be older as far as the calendar is concerned, but their maturity level is not where it's at, man. And if you're not vibing with somebody like if y'all don't vibe like your your energy is going to tell you that, man, energy plays a big role in that, man. And if somebody's energy doesn't vibe with yours, it's not going to work. I've, I've encountered people, man. Like I know I was like talking to this older woman, man. And, and realistically, bro, she came up after me. Like I wasn't even really trying to talk to her. Like, like I just thought she was like, she came up to me. She broke the ice. She would always come and talk to me and always try to talk to me. And she like, she asked me out. Like she was aggressive, dude. And I had already knew right there, like when that aggression came in, like I knew right there, that was a, that's a flag to me, bro. Like if you coming on to me that strong and I don't know you, like that's a big red flag. And so I, I saw that flag a million miles away and I knew there was something that was more to it. And come to find out, baby girl was dating somebody else. Like she was like a lesbian or something. It was It was a weird situation, but baby girl was dating somebody else. And the whole point of even remotely coming on to me was to just spark some tension with that person, you know, kind of like a revenge thing. Like, oh, well, hey, you know, you and I ain't doing so well. I'm going to go talk to this dude because, you know, he's the, you know, big swole dude that drives the Corvette, you know. So I'm going to go talk to him and make you feel some type of way about it. You know, I saw it. And like I said, man, that's why I never really like pursued it because I already knew what it was. Like I saw it coming a mile away. And that again when you when your your gut tells you something man when your energy is like telling you like hey bro this ain't where you want to go like hey let that be you have to listen to your energy and listen to your listen to your gut and when you're dealing with women fellas that are under you know below your your realm like when they're under you and i'm not saying under you like oh you're better than them but when they're just not on your level cuz there are people that are not on your level so when they're not on your level and you go down there with them and you like, man, because you get discouraged, you know, you get discouraged and you're like, man, 
I ain't been on no date in months, man. I ain't had a girlfriend in months, man. I'm just, oh, man. And you got that lower tier person in your inbox or that lower tier person hollering at you. And you like, oh, man, man, let me give her a shot. And then next thing you know, you 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 entangled or you caught up and you're not happy. You miserable because you settled, man. And then you got to walk around and you got to play this game like you are happy, you know. And then you mess around and, you know, your whole goal is you might want a family. You're like, man, I really want a family. So you go out and you settle for someone that's not really on your level to so you can start this family. And most of y'all know your friends tell you about it. Your family tell you about it like, hey, bro, what you doing? Like, hey, man, what's going on? Hey, bro, I don't really think. And, you know, they whispering behind your back and stuff or they trying to drop little hints that baby girl ain't the one for you. And but again, society forces men into that situation and not just men. You know, I'm talking about men right now, but society forces men into that situation because guess what? All the women on his level that are not married again, they're broken from other marriages or they're broken from failed relationships and now they have these high expectations or they they just keep this guard up and they don't want to talk to you they don't want to talk to you you know so now what do you do you got to go and you're like well man i want to start a family man i'm getting older man i don't want to be 75 years old walking around here with a three-year-old you know you're like man i got to get the ball rolling bro like i got to do something man so you settle and that's what happens. And then, like I say, next thing you know, you're walking around all miserable and exhausted and you're just not happy with your life. And then that leads to infidelities and that leads just a whole bunch. Of, it takes you down a whole nother road, you know, and it's crazy because you don't really think people don't look at it like that, man. They don't look at the domino effect that it has on people's lives when you're dealing with the nonsense we're dealing with now in the dating and relationship world, you know. And women, I'm not saying that, you know, they ain't y'all settle, but it's a difference. This is the difference between men settling and women settling. Women don't settle because they can't find nobody. If a woman is at a is a woman is on that top tier or she's in that mid tier and she's trying to talk to like she's actually giving men the opportunity on that mid tier. She's going to find somebody that's on her level or above it. If she opens the door and actually lets one of these men in, then she's not going to have an issue finding someone on her level or above her level. That's why you see good women in good relationships, because those good women at that time opened up to a good man. And now they're in a good relationship. They're in a good position because she opened up. And like I said, but for the men that didn't get an opportunity, like we missed that opportunity, you know, for whatever it may be, whether we were working or whether we were just building our empire, whatever it may be that we were doing, we missed that opportunity. So we're stuck with, like I said, we're stuck with the broken women and the women that aren't on our, on our same wavelength. And it's like I said, when a woman opens up to somebody on her wavelength, it's going to always work. But the problem is getting them to open up. So when a woman ends up settling, and I'm talking about, I'm not talking about all, again, like I said, there's different wavelengths of women. So just think about this. So I don't want you to think, oh, he's coupling all women into one. I'm not. There's wavelengths to men and women, you know, when it comes to that. So when a woman that's, like I said, she's either on a high or mid wavelength, like, you know, she's got her stuff together. She's, she's got her own place. She's got her own car, got her own career, you know, head on her shoulders, all that good stuff. You know what I mean? She got all that good stuff. The reason women like that end up 
with a man that's on a lower wavelength or on a lower tier than them, that's not going in the same direction they're going, is because they choose to. And the reason they choose to is because they're too busy trying to be strong and independent. They want to be so strong and they want to be so independent that they can't be with a man that is on their level or above because that's going to make them feel like less of a woman. They're going to feel less empowered. Oh, man. Oh, wait, wait. I can't be with a man that makes as much or more money than me. How am I going to walk around and brag about paying all the bills? How am I going to walk around and remind him that I pay for his car or that I bought his cell phone or I bought his outfit? Like, so that's why they go to a lower tier. They go down here and they get these lames that don't have anything going for them so they can actually control them and make themselves feel empowered. Because guess what? Every time he has to borrow her car so he can go to his homeboy house to smoke and play Madden, that gives her the opportunity to pick up the phone. Where you at? You need to come home. I need, That's my car. You ain't even got no job. I got to go to work in the morning. I pay all bills here. You need to bring my car home. See, that gives her the ability to do that. Because guess what? If she was with a guy on her same wavelength, chances are he drove his own car to his homeboy house if he going to play Madden, you know, or actually chances are he has the game room at his crib and everybody meets at the house to play Madden at the house. So you don't even have to worry about him at his homeboy house playing Madden because he got the game room set up at the crib. But in the event he is at the homeboy house playing Madden, he drove his own car there. So chances are if you do call him, it's going to be like, hey, you, did you look at, hey, what you doing? Are you still over there? Like, you ain't see what time it was? And his response, oh, babe, I lost track of the time. Hey, hey, I'm a, you got to go to work in the morning, don't you? Dang. All right. Hey, hey, let me, hey, fellas, look, I got to roll, man. I got to get to the house, man. Uh, my, You know, wife, I don't, wife got work in the morning, man. It's past her bedtime. I'm out here with you fools, right? You know, it ain't going to be no issue. Like, it's not going to be no issue where she got to call and beg for you to come home when you got, you know, oh, he has my car. So, you know, you got to come home. I need my car to go to work. It's not that issue, man. You're not going to have that problem, you know, in that situation. You're just not going to have it. But like I said, when women end up with somebody on a lower wavelength than them or on a lower tier than them, it's because they choose to, man. It's because, you know, like I said, they want that drama. They want that control. And also, or they want somebody they can mold into the man they want. Because again, a lot of them have been broken, right? So the guy they were with, they thought he, he was like, oh man, you know, they look at all his flaws. Like, this is what he did this. He did this. He didn't do that. He didn't do this. He didn't do this. So they go and they say, all right, look, I'm going to go find a guy that has nothing going for him. And then I'm going to mold him and build him into the man I want him to be. And I know y'all, some of you fellas is listening to me going probably like, wait, what? And then of course you got your delusional women out there. That's probably like, wait, nobody does that. Yes, they do. They go out and they find guys and I know, and I've seen it, you know, it sounds like a Lifetime movie, but I've seen it in real life. They go out and they find these guys that don't have anything going for them. Damn, they're homeless on the street. Then they bring them in, you know, and start molding them, you know, buying them clothes, buying them cars. And I say damn, they're homeless on the street, but they really go to, they go to jail. They go to the jail and they, they go, like, they wait till, like, they go to releases because a lot of these women know when these guys are getting out of jail. So as soon as these guys get out of jail, 99% of the guys that get out of jail don't have nobody there waiting on them. Like, they don't have anybody coming to get them. 
they don't have anybody, you know, come and give them a ride. A lot of times you see them walking back toward town, you know, if you, if you, you know, because jails are usually on the outskirts. So most of the time you see them just walking back toward town with their little plastic bag because they ain't had nobody to come get them. And I'm not dissing anybody that went to jail, man, because I mean, you know, for me, if, you know, unless you a pedophile or you killed somebody or you just did some kind of malicious crime, yeah, you, I got a problem with you. But if you in there for just like selling drugs, I don't care. You know, I mean, the government sells drugs to our people legally all the time and they get away with it. Uh, the government's killing our people out by, uh, by getting them addicted to medications and things like that. And they get away with it. So you sold a little weed and got locked up. I don't care. I really don't care. You robbed another drug dealer. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, you know, I don't care. So, you know, so I'm not dissing people that go to jail as far as, you know, a lot of these guys. But I'm saying that's when they're at their lowest. Even if a guy is coming out with the mindset that he's going to do something with his life, he's still at a low point right there. So a lot of these women, they just wait for that. They like, they know, all right, cool. I'm going to, hey, it's like build a dude workshop, bro. <laughs> it's like build a dude workshop. Like they go, they know, like, let me go find me a blank slate and I'm going to turn him into the man that I want him to be. And it don't always work out that way. Most of the time, it don't work out that way because, again, you know, a guy will sit around and a lot of times these guys are like, yeah, you know, oh, you're going to buy me a car. Oh, you're going to pay for my cell phone. Oh, you're going to buy my clothes. Oh, you're going to give me an allowance, you know, and a lot of these women, man, they help these guys back up on their feet. And because, again, they're trying to build a man like, oh, I'm going to build a guy that's going to do what I want. In real in reality, all they're doing is building a man for somebody else because a lot of times the guy ain't interested. He's just there because he's getting free stuff. He's just there because he's getting a roof over his head. He's just there because he's getting a car to drive. He's dropping you off at work and he's going to meet the woman that he really wants to be with, you know, but they can't see that because again, they're so busy trying to build a new man. They're trying to build a man or that they want that they can't see that. Hey, he don't want you. They can't see that like, oh, man, he don't want he don't really want me. I I just went and got this guy and and start pampering him and, and giving him money and doing all this and taking care of him, trying to mold him into what I want. And in reality, he doesn't even really want me. They can't see that. Which is why the situation keeps going and it keeps going and it keeps going. And like I said, I've I've made podcasts in the past about relationships and, and dating. But I really just was like, you know what, man, I got to come back and, and, and really talk to y'all about what's going on out here because it's some nonsense man and I'm, I'm on social media just looking all this nonsense man just like you know you would think that if there's so many single men and there's so many single women that there would be a place that they could communicate with each other and you know possibly build some friendships and build some relationships maybe even take each other out on a date Maybe even find out that both of them aren't looking for a relationship. They're just looking for somebody that they can have fun with, no strings attached, and there's no BS involved. Whatever the situation may be, you would think that, you know, it'd be nice if they're, wait, wait, there is places like that. There's Facebook, there's Instagram, there's Snapchat. I mean, and there's plenty of dating sites. But you know, the problem with that is, Women get on social media and want to ignore everybody after they post all these provocative pictures or get on there and not even the one, not even the thirst traps, like 
just ignore the thirst traps. The ones that get me, like, I know what a thirst trap is for. Like, a thirst trap is just that. It's for attention. Like, she ain't, she is definitely not going to respond to no messages because she just wants some attention. But the ones that get me and the ones that really just make my ass itch or when they get on there and complain about how they can't find a man. Oh, there's no good men left. Nobody wants to marry me. Nobody wants me. I'm so horrible. Oh, and you, and yet you got 175 men in your inbox or in your comment section. And out of that 175, at least 10 of them, you know, personally, and have talked to personally and actually have vibe with, have spent time with. And out of that 10, there's at least two who you have told you're a great man. You're everything. You're everything a woman could possibly need. You're going to make somebody such a happy woman one day. <laughs> like, come on now. Like, you can't do that. Like, that's what I'm talking about right there, because that's a myth. That, that thing, right? That's all mind games. And that's what makes such a toxic dating environment because of all these mind games. That is a mind game. You post all that nonsense on there, because let me tell you, you know, as a woman, you know that the guy that really wants you, the guy that's head over heels for you, the guy that's infatuated with you, you know, he's going to see that. And you know he's going to be the first one in your inbox or the first one to comment on that post. And you eat that up because you got him on the hook. Like, oh, he will do anything I say. Oh, he wants me so bad. He's going to do anything and everything. Watch. And you do it with your girls. I know y'all do it with your homegirls. How do I know? Because I've been there, I've seen it, and I've watched it. You know, like I've been look, I've been so deep in the friend zone. I feel like I've infiltrated the system like I'm a spy. I've been so deep in the friend zone. I've been friend zone so many damn times. I've been I'm, I'm a great guy friend, apparently, you know, but I'm so deep in the friend zone. I'm like espionage with it, bro. I know all the secrets because they all, you know, they they you know, that's how that's how blatant women are around me. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to tell you all the stuff that I do to men. I'm going to show you all the stuff that I do to men, you know, and and that's what has happened. Like, so I've seen it, bro. I've seen women sit there with their homegirls and be like, hey, watch this. Hey, this guy, such and such, he like, oh, girl, he's head over heels. He's crazy about me. Like, watch this. I'm going to post this and watch. He'd be the first one. And then they go post some sad shit. Be like, oh, my God, nobody loves me. And like clockwork, here comes dude. Oh, girl, why would you say that, babe? Girl, you know, I, girl, I would, you know, girl, I'll move oceans for you. He's just pouring it on, right? And they just living it up, man. They soaking it up, bro. They just taking it all in. And you know why I can attest to that? Because I've been that dude. You know, I've been that dude, man. Like, watching these chicks, like, going, I'm head over heels over for them, man. I'm trying, I'm sending them flowers. You know, they they say jump. I say how high, right? And it's sad because that's how you get men that don't care anymore. That's how you get these jaded men. You know, everybody talks about, oh, you who hurt you? Why are you so jaded? You know what? Why do you have an issue with look that stuff like that, man? You know, when you take somebody who is genuinely, genuinely trying to 
you know, I guess you want to say woo or sedu- not even because it's not seduction, but it's like somebody's just trying to, you know, back in the day, they used to say court, like somebody's trying to court you. Right. But like you have somebody that's genuinely trying to date you and build with you like they're not in it for sex. You know, like, don't get me wrong. That's a part of it. But they're not in it just for that. Like they're actually trying to like you're talking about you want somebody to care for you and, and love you and, and be with you and treat you like the woman you're supposed to be and xyz and you actually have somebody that genuinely wants to do that like like i said it's not about the sex or something like that it's not about status for them they just they know they care about you whether y'all were friends or whether y'all were associates they just know that there's something about you that triggers something inside them that makes them feel a certain way about you and they're just acting on that and then they see that you're yearning for that type of attention that you're yearning for love you're yearning for affection so they're going to act on it but the thing is again like i said these women abuse that situation man. they take it and they think it's a game and they play with it and they just devour these guys souls and then next thing you know you have these hateful men that just don't like y'all and it's like why don't you like us you know, and, and, and another thing that's really another thing that's really being triggered, like, is that men are actually speaking out now, because as long as I can comprehend the English language, all I've been hearing is men ain't shit. Men ain't shit. Men are dogs. Men are horrible. Men only want one thing like all this, all the cliche. Right. But you never heard anything about women. Nobody talked about women. The only time somebody would say something about a woman is if they were talking about someone that was generally a hoe. Like she was just a trick, right? Like if she was one of those types of women, people would talk about those women. Like people would give those women a bad reputation and they'd talk stuff. But you never heard anything about how women are manipulative. You never hear anything about how women, you know, trick men into to spending a bunch of money on them. And then, you know, you know, everybody heard about gold. Everybody knows about gold diggers. But that was even something that wasn't always something people talked about when I was coming up, like I didn't start hearing about gold diggers and, and stuff like that. till I was a teenager, you know, was before I started even hearing about stuff like that. But, you know, nobody wants to talk about how women break men down and or how women, you know, disrespect men and stuff like nobody wants to talk about that. But nowadays people are actually talking about it. And of course, women are shook. Like, oh, my God. Oh, man. You know, you just saying that because you don't like women. Oh, who hurt you? Oh, you're just saying that because somebody didn't sleep with you. That has nothing to do with it. You just getting called out on your BS. And, you know, you start talking to a lot of these women. And like I said, you hear these stories, man. You know, and then, you know, like I say, you get to my point, man. And it's like. I don't want to hear about this, man. I you ain't you ain't said nothing to me that made any sense. You know, we were I was out a couple of weekends ago, man. Me and the homie was out. And we was at a convention, right? And we met these two young ladies, and they was young, man. They was born in like '95 or something like that, man. They was young, way younger than me, you know. And I was talking to one of the girls, and she was like, "Yeah, I got a four-year-old." And I was like, okay, you know, and I said, uh, I say, man, you know, man, y'all kind of young. You said, man, y'all really making me feel like, you know, I said, I was born in 84, man. Y'all was born in the mid nineties. I was like, y'all really making me feel old. And, and one of the girls was like, oh, don't worry. My, my baby daddy was born in 83. So bro, I'm, I'm sitting there trying to do the math. 
Like, that just shook me, dude. I'm sitting there trying to do the math. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You telling me you got a four-year-old? Dude was born in 83. So that means dude is 40 right now. You got a four-year-old and you like 23, 24? I'm sitting here like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And so she's like, yeah, she's telling me the story of how they met. She said, yeah, I was in the bar and uh, I was underage drinking and he thought I was 30. And next thing you know, what you mean next thing you know? What do you mean next thing you know? There ain't no next thing you know. First of all, how a 37, you know, 36, 37 year old man don't realize he dealing with a 19, 20 year old. Like, bro, you, you gonna know. Like, there was no confusion. It wasn't no, he thought you was 30. That's bullshit. He didn't think you were 30. I can tell you right now, mind state, the way you talk, the way you act is going to tell me how old you are. So I can promise you the conversation y'all had, if he had any types of conversation with you, he would have known how old you were. He knew you wasn't no 30. He didn't care. You know. He didn't care. So, but you know, that's the type of stuff we, when I talk about what I talked about earlier, when I talk about the women that we encounter, that we're encountering now, like at this age when you're single and the stuff you're encountering. So here I am talking to a, a, a chick that's like 24, like, and I'm not even flirting. We're just having a conversation. Like when she told me how old she was, I was like, nah, sweetheart, been there, done that. I'm, I'm done with that. I'm not doing that no more. I've been there, done that, baby. Ain't doing it again. But, you know, I'm just like, wait a minute. So I'm not even safe from that whole stepdaddy, I'm a broken woman, I'm a jaded woman bullshit. Even if I go down to the 20s, like, you know, I'm already dealing with that in the 30s. But you telling me at 23, 24 years old, you already broken, jaded, complaining about it, a, a dude complaining about an ex. Cause she was like, Oh yeah, he don't even pay child support. Like she telling me all this, like, like, first of all, even if I was interested in having some fun, it's gone now. Like I'm done. Like, oh man, I'm turned completely off. Like there's nothing from you. I, I, I just, nope, I'm done. Like, you know, that's, that's like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's hard out here, man. And I know the single fellas and some of the single women, you know, this is going to resonate because like I said, this mostly what I talk about is for the fellas, because again, I'm a man, so I can't really talk about women and what women should be dealing with and stuff like that. Like, obviously I'm going to call dudes out on their BS, which of course, you know, is some sorry dudes out there, but realistically, like I talk mostly about what I've experienced, man. And, and like I said, the dating game right now is just ridiculous. Like, I, I didn't even realize I've been going on with this for over 45 minutes. Like, this is the type of information that I just be running around in my head that I need to get out to folks. Like, I need to talk about this stuff, man, because it's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. And then you do meet, man, like, I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to touch on this and then I'm done. Like, I'm done. It's You know what I'm saying? But, like, me and my, I was out with the fellas, man, one night. And there was these chicks, these females, sitting next to us. And there was one in particular, and I never forget, she had on some little white shorts, little uh, maroon top, you know, low cut top, cute, cute, you know, real, real, real pretty girl, right? But she kept 
doing things to get our attention. So she would like stand up and pull her, you know, kind of adjust her shorts, you know, and then of course she'd look in our direction, you know, stuff like that. And uh, she was always trying to just like draw attention to herself. I said, okay, you asking for some attention. We gonna bring you some. So, you know, after me and my, after we got through kicking it with the people we were kicking it with and they kind of left, you know, I said, hey, man, let's go over here. And so I went over there and said, hey, you know, can we sit with y'all? You know, because I pointed out the fact that she had been begging for some attention. I pointed it out. I was like, hey, can we sit with y'all? So we sitting with them and it's three of them. It's two of us, three of them at this point. And we talking to a girl, we talking to a girl and she's flirting and, and she's doing all this stuff. And she goes to uh, one of her friends is drinking something. She's drinking an old fashioned and she passes her the old fashioned. She's like, you should try this. And she was like, no, you know, I don't do whiskey. Every time I drink whiskey, all I do is think about him. And I'm th- and I'm some like, all right, here we go. Like, here we go. So who are you thinking about? You know, what? I'm, I'm like, which which who are you thinking about? when you drink whiskey that makes you respond like that she's like oh my husband like i can't stand when he drink whiskey and my oh okay so not only are you out in public flirting with other men half you know you half naked in public flirting with other men you you marry half naked in public flirting with other men bet you know that and I'm not, you know, and I know people be like, oh man, you, you know, what are women supposed to just, you know, cover themselves up completely and never go out? I didn't say that. It's a key there. Don't be flirting with other men. All right, like plain and simple. Don't be on the hunt when you go out. If you a married woman, sit down, shut the fuck up. Like, quit coming out to places with single men who are actually looking for something like we're not out not all of us are out there looking for the next person we got to call an uber for right we're not looking for the next one night stand we're going out and mingling with people and don't be like well you can't meet somebody at the bar we wasn't at the bar all right we were at a venue all right. You know, I go to concerts, I go to restaurants, I go to bars, I go to all kind of different events. So don't say, oh, well, you can't meet somebody at the bar. Shut up. You know, we were at a restaurant. I said a venue. We were at a restaurant and this restaurant just happens to, you know, have a patio area where you can sit out and drink. So it wasn't a bar, you know, per se, you, you know, so. But. You know, she's having these drinks, but, you know, again, don't go out in these settings. Even if it was a bar, don't go out in these settings and get attention. Like, if you're going out in these settings just to hang out with your homegirls, like, oh, I'm going out with my friends. We're going to have a girls' night. We haven't had a girls' night in forever. Uh, I'm just going to go out and hang with them. Perfect. Do that. There's nothing wrong with that. If a guy comes up to you and offers to buy you a drink, you know, obviously do your due diligence. I personally would think, hey, if you, you know, most men, when we come up to you to ask you if you want to drink, we're asking because we're trying to shoot our shot. So I would appreciate it as a married woman that if somebody comes up to you, it's like, how you doing, ma'am? Can I buy you a drink? You'd be like, hey, no, I'm a good, I'm good, my man. I appreciate it. Now, if he's like, hey, I'm going to buy everybody around, like he get all you and your friends and whoever y'all kicking it with around. Hey, if he that dumb, let him spend his money. 
But if he come up specifically to you and you a married woman and he's like, hey, can I buy you a drink? Just decline. Like, decline. You could be like, oh, no, I'm, I'm appreciated. That's good, but thank you. Now, if he goes to the bartender and orders it without you knowing, I still wouldn't drink it because people be roofing people and shit. But without that, you know, let's take that, throw that out. I wouldn't take it because, again, you're a married woman. And then that that leads him to thinking, OK, there's an opportunity, you know. So don't even set that opportunity up. But again, that's what we have to deal with out here. And if you're not in a happy relationship or not in a happy marriage, don't go out and talk crap about your spouse with these guys that you're trying to hook up with. Because again, there are men out there who aren't going to try to break up your marriage. There are men out there that are looking for something solid. There are men out there that are looking for something real. So you may think that's cool and talking crap about your husband in front of this guy because you think, oh man, I'm gonna talk crap about my husband and this guy's gonna try to take me home and have his way with me, blah, 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 blah. You know, whatever your little freaky fantasy may be. But at the same time, there's men out there that's like, nah, sweetheart, I'm I'm not gonna violate your marriage. Like you're married, I'm not gonna do that. Like it's not gonna happen. Like, I'm sorry, you know, I, I, hey, you're, you're beautiful, but I'm not gonna do that. You know, because not only, I'm, there's several reasons why I'm not going to do it. One, I ain't trying to get shot because that's how you get shot. You know, that's how you get caught and get shot. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't, I've, 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 I've only, I've been hit with shrapnel before. It burns like hell. So I can only imagine what a real bullet going through my skin feels like. Don't want it. Don't want to deal with it. But then there's also my morals because I feel like what goes around comes around. So I feel like, hey, if I do something like that, and you and I do get together, something bad's gonna happen in this relationship just because I, I earned this in a ill, like it was ill-gotten, right? Like it was some negativity and some BS is the reason why I got this. Like I, I did something wrong to get this. Like I don't want it, I don't, like karma's a bitch and she don't play. So I'm like, no, no, I don't wanna do that. And then, like I said again, kinda at the same karma thing, I'm like, yo, if you gonna do that to him, how I know you are not gonna do the same thing to me when you get tired of me, right? Like you tired of him, you know, you come in, me and you might have some fun. And then we ended up like making it a real deal. You like, oh man, I'm tired of him. I'm gonna come talk to you now. And then three years down the road, you do the same thing to me because you get tired of me. Right. You know what, you know, what's, what's so different. My boy genuine said it best. You cheated on him. How I know you ain't gonna cheat on me. Right. <laughs> like, you know, so when it, when it comes to that, that that's 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 kind of the last thing I wanted to kind of touch on when it comes to this dating. Because like I said, I could talk about this forever, man. The dating scene is just trash. And the funny thing about it is everybody knows it, but nobody is trying to fix it. Like everybody knows it. Like when I post about how the dating scene sucks, I get so many girls and my women in my inbox like, oh, yeah, it, oh, I heard the dating. Like I'm I'm in, I'm in a relationship right now, but I heard that. Yeah, you I heard it. I'm sorry for you, you know, I heard that it sucks to date. I'm glad I'm not dating right now. I'm like, first of all, get out of my inbox. I don't want to hear that shit. But second of all, like, it is. It is trash. You know how to fix it? Talk to your friends. All your single friends, sit them down and tell them, hey, there's good men out there. Stop dating losers and stop curving the good men. Like, quit telling them they intimidate you because you feel like you have to be empowered as a woman in America. Like a real man is going to make you feel empowered anyway. So stop curving men because you're intimidated. And then you're going out and dating these, these, you know, these thugs with no job, you know, you know thugs with no jobs that look like Iman Shepard on crack. 
Like, you know, like, you know, you, you messing with guys like that. You know, you, you know, like talk to your friends and fellas. Talk to you, talk to talk to your homies. But but again, I could say that, but I can tell you right now, most guys on a certain we we guys don't talk to guys that are below them. And when I say below them, I'm not talking about like beneath me like a peasant, but I'm talking about our levels. Like, so, you know, if, you know, we only deal with people that are going the same direction we're going. Now, you might have a friend that kind of fell off. We might have an associate that's kind of fell off, but the crew is still trying to pick him back up and get him back on that level. Men don't really kick it with people that ain't on that level because, number one, we're not the jealous type. So, you know, when we see a brother doing it, like most men, real men, if we see a brother making it, we going to support that brother. We got that brother back. Like, we cool. Like, hey, man, we need to hang out because... You know, you're doing big things. I'm doing big things. Let's get together and do bigger things, bro. Like, let's put our heads together and really get out here and make this money and make an impact on the community and just change our family's lives and break that whole curse of uh, generational poverty, right? But women, y'all cutthroat, bro. Like, women purposely go out with women that are in a worse situation than them so they can make themselves feel inferior, like make themselves feel important. Like they actually go out with women, like attractive women will go out with unattractive friends. So they look better by comparison. And don't tell me, you know, I ain't BS. You know, it's the truth. It's going to be a woman or two listening to this podcast. Like, how does he know our secrets? Everybody know your secrets. It ain't a secret. We know y'all do that. We know y'all go out with a friend or two that's, that's considered that you consider less attractive than you. So you look better by comparison. So you get more attention. We know that. That's nothing new, <laughs> but real talk, like real talk. Do you want to, you, you, y'all want to do something about the dating game? Talk to your single friends, put, speak some sense into your single friends. Just, that's all you got to do. Just talk to them. That's it. That's it. But you know what? Hey, hey, I'm, I'm signing off. I done talk for damn near an hour, but Hey, might as well. Right. Like I said, I was coming back with some good content. Cause I'm, I always got something to talk about now and it's really a whole lot going on that I just really, really want to talk about it. I'm tired of just like holding it in. Like, and I'm really just ready to let it fly. Hey, till next time.